Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Because I do not want to be left alone on the ship. Yeah, it got a little rowdy. Yeah, uh, it sounds yeah. like it got a little rowdy. So anyway, here's your book. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully the my contact will still uh, still buy it. Good to see you, Tessellation. So you were attacked by bleached coral people? A bleached coral body is not something that can be inhabited or revived by any means that I am aware of. I've been having some memory issues. I need to talk to Zooks alone. At the parking spot for the Coriolis, something impacted the, the ship and just left a little, little rough spot on it. Something comes loose. Something very small, a spore. Then it gets caught in a current of a, a pipe coming out of the sort of core pillar that the rest of the city is built around. And this small green spore spins around the pipe a few times before suddenly being sucked upward into the pipe, into the heart of the city, and out of sight. Say, did we see the bad thing happen? The spore. You did not. We didn't see that. No, but here's the bit. weird thing: Griffin told us about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, we couldn't see it because it's, it's all in Griffin's brain. But like, we know about it. Um, I just sort of. What do I do with that? You know, I'm I like, know. Oh, uh, can I tell Devo? I have tried explaining what dramatic irony is to the three of you guys, and it's like it's like talking to like a beach ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh it's like just Wilson. your eyes your eyes glass. So even Wilson I think could could absorb a little bit of it, but it's it's just right. It cascades off you like you're sort of uh, hyd- hydrophobic. Um, now, Griffin, you've explained to yeah. me numerous times that I also can't actually talk to Devo in real life, which I understand now. Right, right, so right. So right. I've written him a letter okay. that explains the spore thing. Could you give it to him? Yeah, you send it to me. And I will, I'll shoot it Devo's way. Yeah. Send it to the North Pole. Um, No, I actually have a, I have an enchanted mirror. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) I want to. uh, Oh, look at this. I've just received a letter from Travis. Oh, shit. Oh, no, it's it's happening. Um, There's a spore? Oh, no, I must tell Amber and Zooks. Yeah. I just banked on you all forgetting. But that had happened between recordings. That's, That's a usually good bet. I want to I follow up on the convos that we set up at the end of the last episode and do a bit of, um, you know, upkeep work. Do some, okay. ship, do some ship shopping. 
do some, you some all have self-care. leveled up. Uh, and I want to talk about sort of what you all can do with your with your new your new powers and stuff. But uh, why don't we start out in the office of the Brynar Tessellation. Zooks, you have been uh, brought here after your short conversation with Tessellation about this, these bleached Brynar, uh, and you have brought them a skull of, uh, of one of these once bleached, now sort of colorful uh, Brynar beings. Um, Do they have magazines and like this posters is, on the wall with a cat on a robe that says hang in there, baby, and stuff like that? It has that. Except it's instead of a cat, it is the entire Einar people. Oh, who wow. Tessellation is sort of, yeah, it's, a, it's very abstract. Um, no magazines. This isn't the waiting room. This is like, this is mostly you get the sense because of sort of the stuff that is in this room. It's less of like a working office and more of a like chill out tent for Brynar. Uh, okay. this, this is where Tessellation comes after a, a long day of, you know, um, to just reach kick it. it. You could say it, just to kick it. It's a kick yeah. it room for uh, after a long day of reaching into another sort of plane of existence and providing new corporeal forms to the entities that come out of it. There's sure. like a there's a big almost looks like a sensory deprivation chamber that is like being filtered with ether sea water uh, that that you know tessellation probably just kind of tops off in. Uh, oh, that's and, that's where a tessellation goes to hot box. To hotbox it, yeah. Uh, there are some like nice sort of uh, soft yellow light like uh, lamps uh, all around. They the got room. a pinball it's, machine. They there they is a pinball a, machine. It's not pinball in the way that we know it. Mm. It's, it's being five dimensional. Yeah. It's, fa- it's pearls and it's very fantastical. And then there are like uh, a few chairs. Uh, in this room, and uh, no, no desk to speak of whatsoever. There's no sort of like power dynamics at play with the feng shui in here, um, and so they the tessellation takes this skull and sets it down on like a sort of small, almost coffee table, uh, and and sits down on one of these chairs and gestures for you to uh, to take a seat as well. Okay, uh, they say, um, do you need hy- hydration or? Any anything like that? You look a a, a bit uh, harried. Mm, if that's not um, too no, rude. I'm I'm just anxious. I'm excited about whatever is to come, um, and uh, I just uh, I'm I'm just going to soak in the the uh, ambience of this this chamber and this, and kind of clear my mind. Um, well, I do want to actually talk uh, at at length. About a lot of sort of troubling stuff, so um, oh, that's not a, that's probably not going to happen too too much. Okay, well, I'll just enjoy it while I can. Okay, they walk over to like a small chest that they open up, uh, and you see them pull out like a, a few small vials of of liquid, and as they like start talking to you, they pull out some droppers of these different liquids and apply them to the. Uh, to this skull and just kind of look at it uh, while, while having this conversation with you. And they say, okay, I understand what it is that you've seen. I mean, I don't understand, but I heard it. But I understand that you are also having some some issues. And so I would like to put those at, at ease if I can. So I, I am an open book. I am, I am at your service, Zooks. So what do you want to know? All right, the biggest thing is 
is this. Um, I have very little memory of things beyond, say, a a couple of of weeks. Um, And that confuses me. But here, this is my biggest concern. From all that I have learned um, about Brynar, they're able to um, coagulate all of these different souls within them and, and call upon the, the, the memories and the knowledge of, of, of their previous uh, selves. And tr- I don't have that. It doesn't feel like to me, I don't have, not only do I have very few memories, I don't have any memories of any other beings. I don't have, I don't, I don't have any feel of any kind of connection to Einar souls or or anything. I just I in, until I met my two associates, I I felt like I didn't have anybody at all. I don't even remember anybody at all. I feel very disconnected. Um, they set down all of their their vials and droppers and. Um... They stand up and walk over to you and hold out one of their hands, like toward your like your cheek, and they say, um, "May may I?" Oh, uh, yes, uh, certainly. And they place their hand flat on sort of your your jawline. And why don't you roll a um? Why don't you roll uh, an insight check for me? Roll a touchy check. Roll a touch check. Is the See touch good? good? You're being touched. Okay. Insights. With my new die. <gasps> mm-hmm. 18 plus wow, one, 19. Holy shit. Um, good job, Dad. You, gotta, you guys got to get this purple and gold die. And look, it disappears. It's so beautiful. We can't see it. I'm I, and not I only can, can we it. not see it, the people listening to the podcast can't see it. <laughs> Stop talking about it. I was it. using my I had to re-listen to our last episode, and Dad's like, oh, and the edges on these it's babies gorgeous. that you can see. It's a gorgeous You dice. gotta see them. It's um, theater of the mind. Jeez. No, it's you describing colors. <laughs> It's not. Dad, I like to hear you describe colors. It just reminds me of how little time you spent describing colors to me when I was a child. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool for me if I was on fucking mescaline. Like, please stop. Uh, Right. Okay. You you feel. I remember I'd say, what color is the stop sign, Daddy? And he'd say, red, shut up. I'm playing the ponies. Yeah. (laughs) That was our dad. Always playing with his ponies. You, <laughs> you know, Juno wrote that song about Dad. <laughs> you feel a connection with Tesla. I said juvenile, I meant genuine. It's okay. Fuck. Nobody wanted to <laughs> be that person. Um, you, you feel a connection with with Tessellation. and um, I don't know that you felt this firsthand before because it is very clearly that sort of sympathetic link that you have formed with so many different uh, sea creatures that you probably shouldn't have. Um, only you are on, on the receiving end of it. Uh, and it is, it's a bit invasive. It is, it doesn't feel particularly settling. You don't feel calmed by this, like, you know, otherwise sort of intimate gesture. 
uh, you, you feel like you are exposed. And Tessellation is kind of nodding quickly and arrhythmically as, as they are forming this link. Uh, however, because of the strength of your own sort of, you know, telepathic powers, you all also get sort of uh, a, a feeling from, from Tessellation. And it is sort of opposed to the calm demeanor that they are just constantly oozing. Uh, Tessellation seems a little on edge. Tessellation seems a little bit, a little panicked, like a little bit uncomfortable as they are trying to diagnose you. And they pull their hand away and they say, um, okay, this is not, this is not unprecedented, Zooks. Um, this whole process is still in its, in its infancy. It is not an exact science. Um, this, this, this fusion that we must perform. Um, something is inside of you that is alive. Otherwise, you would not be able to speak to me and walk and talk and all of the great things us Brynar are able to, to do. You, you have a soul, if you want to call it that, in, inside of you. Um, but you, you just can't remember. There are lots of living people. I mean, in the traditional sense that can't remember things from their childhood either. And while I understand it is cause cause for concern, it is not cause to doubt your sapience. So I wish I had a, a better answer for you. I'll, I will say it is difficult for me to recall things from my lives as Einar people. It may be because I have amalgamated six of those lives, and that's quite a bit. Um, so no, no two Brynar are exactly alike, just because of the process that we undergo. Does that, does that calm you at all? Well, uh, I would feel more calm if you were more calm. You, you seem a little um, wigged out, a little anxious. At least that's what I felt. Um, are you are you keeping something from me? Is there something you know that you don't want to tell me? They take a step back, uh, now sort of visibly shaken, and they go and sit down uh, at the at the chair that they were at, and sort of they're a little hunched over, right? Elbows on their knees. They're they're now looking back at that skull, sort of absentmindedly, uh, and they say. That process that you saw outside just just a minute ago, that was about as by the book as the fusion process gets. We harvest a, a body when it is is ready and has expressed a, a willingness to be in, inhabited, and we bring it here into the shepherding pool, and uh, we are able to receive souls uh, that have amalgamated from, from the other side or whatever you want to call it. And it enters the body and then hooray, it's, it's, it's a boy or whatever. Um, but it's not always like that. Um, sometimes it's not like an immediate sort of you know, opening of the doggy door and the soul comes on inside. Uh, 
sometimes uh, it, it just kind of disappears and then the body springs to life and then it's good to go. Sometimes uh, th- there are a few souls that try to go in all at once and only one enters. And, and sometimes, and then they pick up the skull and they say, sometimes it doesn't work at all. And whenever that happens, the body dies. And after a while, that body becomes bleached, like like the beings that you encountered earlier. But Zooks, once that happens, that body can't can't move around. Uh, it can't pilot a, a ship made out of dead coral. Um, it can't speak or attend auctions. So I do not know what it was that you encountered earlier, aside from the fact that it looked like us and moved like us. Um, your fusion was irregular as well. I thought it was another failure. I did not think you were going to make it, Zooks, um, because it was not clean. But then to my surprise and my delight, you you came to, and you were cracking jokes immediately. And then my concern was assuaged. I think that's how you pronounce that word. I'm not like 100% sure. Yes. Um, Is that Griffin or? No, that was tessellation. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Griffin cool. definitely knows how to pronounce I that I definitely word. know because I'm smart as hell. Um <laughs> We're very self-congratulatory this episode. Sure. So, uh, Tessellation kind of like takes a beat and says, I understand that those two revelations coming back to back like that is extra concerning. And I apologize that that information was relayed to you in, in that way. But Zooks, I have seen this process succeed and I've seen this process fail and I have seen you, and I, I know without a doubt that you are alive. And unfortunately, that's all I know. Um, how, are you okay? <clears throat> well, I'm happy that you like my jokes. Well, you've given me a lot to think about. I, I, how, yeah, I, I can't. I can't process anymore. My, my, uh, I mean, you can probably tell my mouth hole is just hanging open. Um, and my eye holes are wide. I'm just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Um, can we just, um, maybe you think your feeling hole is maybe overwhelmed too. Can we maybe just stop saying hole at the end and just accept that we know what his eyes are? No, I know. Emotion hole is getting all stretched out. Just say butthole. We know exactly what you mean. I'm just saying his emotion hole is getting all stretched out from all the new stuff getting shoved into it. Oh my God. (laughs) I I just, I need, I I appreciate what you, you're telling me. Um, I still worried that there's things you're not telling me. But even if you had more, I, I can't handle it right now. I'm, uh, I'm, I need my friends. I need to talk to, to Amber and Devo because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling 
odd. They say, I I completely understand that. Um, and then they, they stand up and walk over to a, um, a shelf with a, a, a like their own tone wheel on it. And uh, they jot something down on a slip of paper and hand it to you. And they say, if you if you ever need to talk to me about it, this is my this is my personal tone wheel frequency. You can reach out anytime and I, I, I will make myself available my to you. Um, I, 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 Thanks I wish for I vibing could... and keeping it tight. <laughs> they say, I, I, I wish I could do more for you now. I, I understand that this is all unsettling, but <laughs> Zooks, we are um, mostly dead spirits combined into singular spirits walking around inside of... Um, sort of humanoid-shaped sea life, so there's very little that isn't unsettling about this. So um, just try to keep that context in mind, okay? Okay. And are you going to try to figure out why the skull came? Oh, hell yes. Oh, my life? goodness, yes. Okay. No, it's, okay. Cre- it's creepy as hell. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that one bumped right up my agenda, so... Don't okay. don't worry about that. I'll get to the bottom of it. Can I can I tell it goodbye before I leave? Huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose so. Okay, and he picks up the skull and he tries to use his his connection thing to see if there's anything there. What did we decide that was? Animal handling? Yes. Uh yeah. Okay, so he makes an animal handling check. It's an 11. Okay, with with an 11, um you get something, and it is actually that same image, much fainter now, of just a big circle with all of the, um, you know, sort of Brynar silhouettes standing in front of it. Uh, only now it's like, before it was like vaguely animated, now it is a still image, like a, okay. like a, a movie that has been paused. Mm, or like a frozen gif. Yeah, frozen, yeah. All right, I'll he, say GIF, okay. and that way the internet good, 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 will good. only thank be you, bad at half you, And I'll say GIF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he just he just concentrates in pictures in his mind, an emoji of two thumbs up, just to tell okay. these people everything is okay. All right. There is no response, but I'm sure someone appreciates it. Okay, uh, and he, he puts the piece of paper in his pocket hole and leaves. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world. Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What, what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you, I'll wait, that's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin. And 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now, back to the show. Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Jared Hill. We are the hosts of Fanti, the show where we have complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the things that we really, really love sometimes, but also have some problematic feelings about. Yes, we get into it all. You want to know our thoughts about Nicki Minaj and all her foolishness? We got you. You want to know our thoughts about gentrification and perhaps some positive? 
question mark Uh-oh. aspects of gentrification we get into that too every single thursday you can check us out at maximumfun.org listen you know you want it honey so come on and get it <laughs> period Let's dip over to Amber. Yeah. Uh, Amber, at the end of the last episode, you were headed to the cloaca to kind of have a, a nice chill out uh, for, your, for yourself. And you get there, and it's, uh, it's brunch, actually. They do brunch once a week here. It's Sunday brunch down in the cloaca. Is um, it nice? It's wildly Ooh. nice. It's like, for some reason, everything has like... A pastel sort of like color palette, uh, almost like they paint the entire bar and grill just for Sunday brunch. Honest to God, it's like you walked into a like a pottery barn. There's like wreaths of uh, of of daisies and stuff like draped all all around the room. And it's nice. They make an effort, you know. Right. Everybody's. Nice. You see. Um, cha- oh shit, Chauncey. Shit, I can't believe I forgot Chauncey's name. Is it Chauncey? Chutney? It's not Chutney. Chomp Ribley? I think it's Chomp Ribley. I can't believe I didn't write that. I wish you didn't have to do jokes on podcasts and you just come up with names. It's Chauncey. Okay, Chauncey. is like wearing like a very formal sort of like a a white smock with like a light pink polo shirt underneath of it. Uh, And he's just waiting tables with a smile. Uh, It's like a complete transformation. And... um, it, you can you can also see Uncle Joshy behind the bar, just like grinning ear to ear, just counting his money because this is when things really pop off at the cloaca. Uh, so you're sitting at a table with, uh, you know, maybe a mimosa or two. I don't know. I don't want to put drinks in Amber's mouth. I don't know what her vibe. No, is. I got three Danishes because you throw those out at the end of the day, so I get them for free. Okay, you got your free Danishes. Three Danishes. Your three free Danishes. Um, Thank you. And. Uh, you know, sitting there recu- recuperating. And from the back of the room, you hear like a gasp. And you turn and look at the entrance and you see two chaperones have walked into the cloaca. And they look around the room. Uh, one of them walks up to Uncle Joshi and whispers something. The other one is like gazing at all of the patrons here, a couple of which just like stand up and drop some money on the table and bug out. And then the two chaperones walk back to the door and sort of flank it. Uh, and into the room walks a, a woman who is wearing... Uh, what you could best describe as like formal plate armor, um, just like sort of a, a white, like long white pads, uh, all all yeah. sort of interconnected, um, and they're not they're not wearing the sort of mask with the almost red eye thing on it like everyone else is. Um, she has long, curly, dark hair, and just a very, very sort of prim and proper. Uh, vibe that she is giving off. And she makes a beeline for your table and sits down on the opposite side of it. And you recognize this person in two ways. You know that this is Ballister Kodira, who is the leader of the chaperones and the sort of like de facto 
minister of defense for the entire city. She is sort of a direct mouthpiece of of Coda, the vestige that is the biggest baby, the giant ship that is, you know, in, in charge of defending this whole town from outside threats. But before she was sort of connected to Coda in that way, you knew her as Oksana, who was your really good buddy on on the beach. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, who, you know, was a gatherer and needed your help when she lost that one Kaiser blade, uh, which she knew she could rely on you for that. Um, well, I failed. And you did fail. Uh, but once the ship was finished and it sort of refused being piloted by the, you know, naval forces there, uh, she had the strongest connection with the ship and sort of became a, a leader aboard the, the biggest baby. And she is she is almost unrecognizable now, um, partially because like you don't see her a lot, and and you know she she has she has aged uh, a lot under the sort of position and responsibilities that she has. Um, but she sits down opposite you, and um, she reaches over for one of your Danishes. Get your hands off my Danish, Bubba! What do you want? Why would you come here on Danish Day? You know how important this is to me. Are you are you really not going to share one of your danishes with me? Oh, take half an apricot. Not even a cheese? Damn. I'm eating the cheese. You can have half an apricot and like it. She uh, kind of grins devilishly and she says, you know, I could have my my lieutenants over there come over and make you give me that cheese. I mean, that seems like an abuse of power. <laughs> tremendous, <laughs> tremendous abuse of power. If you want the cheese that bad, take it's it. That, I mean, you've made it real clear. There's nothing I can do to stop you. She says, it's 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 fine. And she takes the apricot danish and takes a bite. It's honestly been like a really bad week. What do you want, Bubba? She takes a bite and sets the danish down on her plate and like takes almost takes like an asshole-ish amount of time to chew it. Like she's actually doing the the you know twenty twenty chews before she swallows, and she says, "Is there is there anything you need to tell me, Amber?" Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, for the Danish. Yeah, thank you for for thank you for the Danish. Um, anything else? And if you need a minute to think, I'll, I, I'll, I can give you a minute. No. <laughs> I thought about it. I You saw. Uh, I, I considered it. She uh, looks up at one of the, the lieutenants by the door, and uh, he, he walks over and hands her uh, two folders. And she sets them down on the table side by side and opens them. And they are sort of dossiers on... On two chaperones, and there is a red stamp at the top of each of the dossiers that reads deceased. And she says, um, what happened, Amber? And you, you know that I know when you're lying, and I know that you know that you are pretty shit at lying anyway. So why don't you just save us both some, some time and just give it to me straight? All right. These dipshits attacked me, so I offed them. I was within my legal right. 
I'm going to need a little bit more than that. Okay, I'll describe it in depth. You see, the first one, I got this shocking staff. R.I.P., by the way. Pound it? Oh, you don't get that reference. I had a shock, shocking staff. Anyway, I, uh, I think I shocked this one in the head and killed him, and he pissed his pants. Is that the right one? Honestly, I fuck up people so bad so often, it's hard for me to keep track. Uh, okay. And, and and the other one? The other one. Now I got nothing. <laughs> you know, normally I rely on the glucose from my danishes to help brain fuel my brain. And I feel like I don't got enough vitamin D for this kind of memory work. I definitely killed one of them, though. I remember that pretty good. Because I ate the one danish. <laughs> She she takes her half-eaten Danish and like sets it back down on the plate and scoots the plate back towards you. Is that a quarter of Danish then? I'm trying to do the math because I gave her half. If she ate half, yeah. did she leave my half or did she eat half of her assigned she, half? So yes, there's one quarter of an apricot Danish here. Okay, I'll pick up the Danish. Was it Jeff? All right. Jeff, all right. Is that all anything? Right. She, scoops up the, she scoops up the two folders and... Hey, any of you guys know a Jeff? No. What? Dead Jeff. Dead Jeff? <laughs> Dead Jeff is a friend of Bubba's, mm. apparently. No, I know I'm alive, Jeff. Uh, well, you should give him a call. Because oh. it, you know. He owes me 20 bucks. Nothing gold can stay. Okay, she... I'll try to call it. Hold on. Hey, Jeff? Yeah? He good? Jeff, are you good? Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Well, bu Bubba, it's not that, Jeff. All right. Uh, give my love to your wife. Hey, are you asking what I think you're asking me? I'm. You want you want to hire me to investigate these crimes? No. Well, I got a stiff rate. I hope you can afford me, but I'm the best in the biz. Nothing escapes my all-seeing eye when I've had enough danger. Okay. <laughs> I this 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 was all a sort of formality. I should announce now. We. Why have I been acting so casual then, Bubba? Shit. All right. Let me get a necktie. I, I, I know you laid these two fellas low and that they were then crushed under the weight of the entire ether sea as the building you were in sort of collapsed in on itself, okay? I also know that they were somewhere they shouldn't be doing something they shouldn't be doing. So any of that that you could enlighten me to would make my work day a little bit shorter in a way that I would... Right truly appreciate uh yeah so they were trying to get a hold of something yeah, there's a lot of valuable shit down there they were trying to get a hold of um what was it i want to roll a memory check i can tell you this was this was on Griffin. this was yesterday so i can tell you yes uh, thank it was, you it wasn't yesterday we reported no, yeah. it mon frere but yes go it was on. A, a an ingot of codite ingot uh of ingot of codite that's what i can remember i almost said kubiak but that's the guy from parker lewis can't yeah. lose no you're thinking of kojak yes. um kojak telly savala swing ring also, baby not me i'll also remind you that uh devo took that <laughs> yeah. took that codite with him <laughs> She has no way of knowing that. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, they were there trying to get some kind of fucked up book. Oh, are you lying right now? This is Griffin asking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll a deception check? 
I rolled a real die. I don't know why I, I did that. Either. I'm gonna because it fell to the floor, and I'm not gonna count it unless it's better than this. And it was, but okay. Uh, twelve plus. Um, she doesn't buy it, but she is. You have confused her. I would say. Uh, you have done the opposite of what she she asked. No, it's like really valuable. You should, if anybody's selling it, you should pay them top dollar. A book. A book. What kind of? What yeah, kind it's of? Some kind of fancy book. Uncle Joshy wanted me to get it. I think I got it and heat for him. That was the job. And they wanted it and they were like, we'll kill you. But I had paid for it because I am, as you know, nothing. It's not a law abiding citizen. <laughs> and I paid for it. And they were like, it's just like a couple, like they were acting like, and I hate to use this kind of language during the formality, but sheesh, they're acting like a couple of miscreants. I'll tell you. And they were like, give me the book. And I was like, I can't do that. I'm trying, I paid my my money for it and they were like give it to us or you're dead and i feared for my life so i ended them but it was like they attacked me first as i think i detailed yeah. so and now they're crushed under the seat now let me say, suggest this yeah bottle. i know you and you know me right and i can tell by looking at you that you're not a hundred percent bought into this little narrative but I would suggest that whatever those two really were up to, it might be left, uh, it might be better left at the bottom of the sea. She sighs, uh, and she says, you got this book? Is it, is it in, in your possession? No, I was a legally employed Mercenary, which now that I say it doesn't sound great, but I was legally employed by a client of mine who I believe I already said was Uncle Josh. Uncle Joshy looks at you with fucking murder eyes. Hey, Joshy, <laughs> Vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he's got the book um, that they may or may not have wanted. And you've got a mystery. Ooh, very exciting. And I've got Barry left. And you know Barry's my favorite. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to Joshy, I guess, and square this up. Um, you want to you wanna coffee or something before you go? Uh, well, un- unfortunately, it seems that I have miles to go before I go to sleep on this particular mystery. Um no, I, I, I can't. She puts the, the she stows the, those folders away and folds, like, sort of clasps her hands over the table. And she says, I'll be honest, I, I, <laughs> I know what kind of stuff you can do. I am surprised you did face off against two of my boys and li- live to tell the tale. Um, well, uh, since you and I have been buds, you should know, uh, I'm a lot handier than I oh used to God. be. Oh, my God. That is one of the worst ones yet. Um, Are you close enough to be able to see me winking? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I just, I heard the wink, actually. You do it so loud. Um, you're a mercenary now? Mm, that sounds so crass when you say it. Tell me a better word for it. Mm, Gun for hire? Freelancer? That, that's better, okay. I just want you to know. Your, your talents have a place aboard the baby. Why the, Why did they name it that? 
You know what? Honestly, I know there's a lot of tension between <laughs> us right now, but I do have to agree it with you. It just it's, takes it apart. I'm still so bit out of shape about them calling it the biggest baby. No. Here's my question. Yeah. Why won't they rename they it? Should. Right? They do well, that. Ha- we'd have to put it to a vote. We'd have to bring it to the council and yeah, the ballast and all thing. that jazz. Yeah. Listen, we could call it the real biggest baby. <laughs> That's the super, <laughs> super biggest baby. They look up at the. She looks up at the two lieutenants who walk up to that person and like picks them up under the armpits and carries them outside. <laughs> Not again! <laughs> severely oh, executed. Hey, it's me, Jeff. You haven't hung up yet. <laughs> no, no, tell my family what happened. <laughs> Dad, that's a completely different guy than the guy that was talking to a live Jeff. <laughs> you gotta keep up. <laughs> they just sound similar. You bigot. <laughs> she says, I, if it doesn't work out, and I know a lot of freelancers for whom it has not worked out, I, I want you to know that we we could use you as a chaperone, I, I just I just want you to think about it, okay? I know you've turned this offer down more times than I can count, but some the sea's getting weirder, and we could use more people who are capable of getting weird alongside it. You know? Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, you know what, Bob. Kidding aside, I'll think about it. So, hey, also, I, I, I'm sorry about your guys. Well, it's weird, and this is probably not the best thing to say after you've just tried to convince somebody to take a job with you, but uh, we leave the morning up to up to the, the big guy, by, by which I mean the, the baby, I guess. Um, so, am I the babe? The ship mourns them. Yeah, yeah. Is you, I've explained this to you so many times. It's a bit exasperating that you get a short. Give me a short version. See if it rings a bell. I I mean, we're connected. We're connected to it. We we fly around in the bones of a dead god. So. Um, oh yeah. right, right, right. God, that's still so weird. You know what? I can't take a job in a weird dead boat, guy. Yeah, that is so weird. Uh, anyway, s- s- see you later. Make sure you wave at me with your many hands that live in your bell, your normal belly hands. <laughs> and she stands up and, like, without saying a word, just like reaches down and tears the the berry Danish in half and walks off with half of it. Hey, you know it's a good conversation when it starts with an accusation of double homicide and turns into a job offer. <laughs> uh, Devo, you uh, are, I bet you walk by Shopping. the bal- Yeah, I bet what? you walk by the baluster Kodira and her, uh, her attendants as uh, you walk through Joshi's Knuckle looking for the deal of a century on some new duds. Right? That was your intent? Correct. Okay. And a sword, a big ass and a, sword. And a sword. A big ass sword for my man Zooks. Okay. Um there's no such thing as a streetwise check anymore. And I, I nope. don't really know uh the best sort of replacement for that. Maybe Geography check? Yeah, well, that's also could, not a skill. Um, we could call it survival, but like you know, I like that. survival yeah, on the streets. Do, let's do a streets street survival check. 
Uh, a three plus three, a six. Uh, okay. Um, before we get into this, I, I should mention that we ended uh, that last mission with uh, 30 lux total. So with your permission, I'll just assume that it's uh, an even 10-10-10 split. Is that fair to assume? Okay. Yes, sure. Well, uh, I I entrusted my 10 to, to Debo. Debo. Okay. Yeah. Um, Why would you do that, Dan? I just rolled a three. Because you're going to... You're gonna oh, by your sword, right? Me a big ass. Yeah. You, uh, you talk to people. You like walking around. It is like it, there, there's no Google Maps for Joshi's Knuckle, right? There is no like mall uh, map with all like the uh, different sort of vendors listed on it, uh, because most of these places that that people are selling stuff from are like stalls and booths and just you know piles of merch uh with a bag they keep their money in it is not necessarily regimented by any kind of like community organization so you just talk to people and ask like where's a good place to get some clothes and i'm gonna say in order to find there's one place that's like a, a hushed secret and there's somebody who's running a very, very unsuccessful-looking uh, seaweed takoyaki shop. And uh, they they offered to give you the scoop, the skinny, for one lux for a bribe. Yeah. Uh, Devo, still not good with money, is I guess this is... Okay. Okay. Just I'm getting very tired of walking around, so yes. Okay. You pay that one lux, and they uh, point you uh, around a few corners and down an alley. Uh, and at the back of this alley, uh, way, way tucked off uh, near the sort of like far side of the knuckle, like all the way away from the, the Crystal Ascension, uh, is an alley with what look like a bunch of those like tall toolboxes all over, like six or seven of them. Uh, a few just like big looking like closets with metal shutters sort of locking them down. Uh, and in the very center of it all is a, uh, a a nice wide pipe, and there's just some steam coming up from the pipe as you approach, and you don't you don't see any people uh, around back here at all. Hello, I need a jacket. You hear a voice from the pipe say, "But do you have money? Do you have jacket? Do you have money?" I don't like the way you're asking. Um, I'm just going to say, uh, Devo's, just a reminder, Griffin. Yeah. Passive perception of 13 and passive insight of 18. Okay. Is Devo skeeved out? Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, okay. when, you, when you step off the elevator into Joshi's Knuckle and you were a cloistered, you know, uh, man of the cloth for 25 years, like, you, you're, you were skeeved out from the moment you... You arrived here. Uh, but yeah, having a voice whisper through a pipe to you, Travis, you can just assume that you skeeved out. Uh, let's say that I do. And you hear a whooshing sound coming from this pipe and all that steam kind of like comes comes firing out very quickly. Uh, and it sort of like blankets the floor of this alley in a fog. And from that pipe, there is a long sort of bulbous gray creature that comes out that you can't quite make out the exact shape of uh, because of all this this fog, but slowly it sort of falls to the ground and um, evaporates. 
and you can see a catfish with a with a long body that is still sort of like sticking out of the pipe and this but catfish this isn't Felix it is not Felix it looks definitely very f- similar to Felix a bit smaller uh, its features are a little bit more gentle and uh, this catfish lowers down to look at you eyes you up and down and says ah bonjour monsieur ah Welcome to my emporium. Mm. A man of class, I appreciate this. Thank you. Yes, uh, our voices sound the same, yes. Yes, a little bit. I, I should say I do not want to assume. Uh, what are your, uh, are you? I ma- am. He, I, him, oh, she, her, say I am a catfish. You may use she, her pronouns if you, if you wish. Our voices sound so similar, though, yes? You feel at ease, ready to shop. You may call me normal. No. Okay. Certainly not. (laughs) Certainly not normal, Griffin. What brings you to my uh, emporium? Am I here? Sorry, can you hear me? (laughs) I'm banging on the window. Not normal! (laughs) I am uh, looking. I need some new clothes. Uh, Mine have been very damaged in... uh... It's normal. It's normal, Justin. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a beat and ride with me. I'm I'm going for a walk. Uh, Oh, also, uh, I need the biggest sword. Ah, we carry none of those here. This is a fashion, a fashion boutique. She Ah. she says, "Let me eye you over a bit more. Hold on." And she like comes way out from the pipe, still like having this long worm body, almost like she's like get it trying to get a three sixty like view of you uh and she's like looking you up and down but then she like tugs back into the pipe as if she's being pulled down like really fast and deep 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 through the pipe you hear felix's voice say not so far please and she says she looks down in the pipe she says ah sorry sorry and he says why are you talking like that she says, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Ah, yes, I believe I have some things you may be interested in. Wait, don't, hold on. Is this Felix? Is that Zoo? Is that Devo? Yes, it is Devo. How do you know Normal? Uh... Normal says, you might uh, call me his uh, better half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, are you two attached to one another? Ah, uh, it feels like it, though, doesn't it? Anyway... Okay, yes, I'm not really interested. I need a jacket. Um, uh, something that is uh, very stylish, of course, but also uh, sturdier, so that it is not uh, falling apart every time I am attacked. I see, um, yes. And what do I get out of this uh, arrangement? I'll pay you money. Ah, yes. So the normal. The normal yeah. thing. Yes, okay. Normal for normal. She like just smashes her head against the wall and there's just a loud vibration and all of those like toolboxes and dressers and all those things fly open and you can see her mini wares. Uh, And if you look on the ship spreadsheet, there is a new tab called gear. Uh, A new tab? Hell yeah. There's a new tab of shopping possibilities for you. And... This the stuff she's got is like 
obviously not the kind of thing that you would find at the super ritzy retailers, maybe up in the uh, conservatory. They look maybe not entirely above board, but what she does have looks like like quality stuff. In fact, you see mm. some stuff here that you've like never really seen before. Uh, to step out of sort of narrative for a second, it's a mix. There's some armor here. There are a few sort of like specialty wondrous items. Uh, nothing completely game breaking uh, and all sort of uh, part of the official list of D&D wondrous items. And they are available to you for a cost of, you know, whatever lux that they cost. So this is another sort of way for you to uh, spend spend that money. Very good. Very, very good. Okay. Uh, just out of curiosity, can I do the studded leather armor and the glamour weave at the same time? Um, yeah, there, there is no like magic armor, armor, like chest armor or something that would like replace the stuff that you wear to determine your AC. The things that are sort of magic items on here are accessories for the most part. Um, so, so yeah, you can, you can, if, if that is how you wish to spend your, your lux, then go wild. Uh, this jacket is beautiful. I'm talking about the studded leather armor. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's not going to wear a studded leather armor. It's a leather jacket. Yeah, it's a studded, studded leather jacket. Uh, it's long. got. It's a long jacket. It's okay. Yeah, you can describe yeah. the look of it. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, it's got a bit of a uh, classical vampire-y feel mm. to it. it. Maybe cuffs. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm guessing the Devo doesn't have clothes like that. If most of his are sort of like church issued. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of his stuff was just kind of simpler black. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say purely functional because the church clearly has some ostentation to it. Right, sure. Uh, but more of just like, it it wasn't uh, made for adventure and fighting and shit. Right. You've been, uh, you've been defrocked and now be jacketed. Indeed. Uh, and it's like a deep, dark blue. Uh, oh. And the studs are silver. Sort of a like naval... Um, not Pico, but like traditional old school naval naval jacket. That yeah, kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, when I say long, it's like down to like mid thigh long. Okay. So not quite a duster. No, yeah, not quite a duster, but just like, this has gone okay. on too long. And the buttons. <laughs> tell, describe the button up. They're uh, silver, very silver, and a wide lapel. Okay. Uh, she 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 uh, with one of her whiskers, she picks up this this coat this jacket off the rack. Um, she's got like a cardboard box in front of her and she like swipes the jacket over the cardboard box and you hear her say beep oh uh, okay um, and this clothes uh, this shirt, the vest, the pants I've never seen anything like this this is amazing is it magic? Every, everything here is is, ma- is magic is magic what? no Every- I don't know what this is Everything here is magic, darling. Okay. Who's that? Who's that? Who's this? Sorry, Isabella Rossellini, welcome to the <laughs> no, this podcast. Is, this is, what this an is honor. actually normal speaking. Oh, oh wow. Okay. My, okay. This, a woman of a thousand voices. This is, this is, um, it's so magic, magical. It's a med- it's a magical clothes. Okay, you look like you're going to hurt yourself. So yeah, um, I am sorry. It's so tough to keep it up. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's hard. I just was trying to make you feel comfortable here in my store. 
Um, I will take these clothes as well. And uh, I see here uh, uh, the tone wheel, huh? Is it mm, just one, though, doesn't do me much good. Is there a possible uh, two it's or got, one? It's got games on it. I do not need games. Uh, it seems like, like that snake? would distract me. It would distract me from my time with friends. This one doesn't have a snake on it. It has eel. Oh, I see. Okay. It's just as uh, good as snake. How about uh, two for one on the tone wheel and the jacket and the clothes? How about you take all of it for free? Uh, yes, this is a great deal. This was sarcasm. Oh. You want a two for one deal on the tone wheels? Well, I am buying quite a bit, huh? and just one tone wheel does not do much for me. Well, maybe three would be better. <clears throat> Size, I haven't eaten. This is my tummy rumbling. She. It's Jeff, I'm still on the. <laughs> for, so, just for our listeners at home, you are talking about acquiring the studded leather armor, which mm-hmm. is slightly better than the armor you have now by, by uh, a factor of one AC. Uh, you're looking at the glamour weave which right. is clothes covered in illusory magic that with a bonus action, you can make a pattern uh, appear on it and then once a day get uh, an extra D4 added to a performance or persuasion check. And then you're also looking at the refurbished personal tone wheel, which are these sort of personal communication devices that you can, they're cell phones. They're stones of far speech. They're whatever. Uh, and you're looking at trying to get two of those. It just, yes. She... Says, you know, you know, Devo can't just not haggle. Yeah, she says. Uh, yeah, why don't you roll a? Uh, why don't you roll a persuasion check? This is going to be a very high one. Oh my god! It's a two plus nine and eleven. Yeah, she says. Uh, yeah, no, hun, we're not going. Oh, sorry. We don't really do deals like that here. Uh. You um. I say how much I think costs, and then you say, okay, here is that exact number of these fun little cubes. And then you give me the cubes, and I go back down the pipe, and I eat them. Nah, I'm just kidding. I save oh, them. Oh, like money. okay. Yeah. Then um, I will hold off on the tone wheel for now, and no, I will no, just no, do... No, 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 I bet we could make a, a deal. Um, I tell you what. Your ability to haggle is, I would say, limited. Yeah, you did a bad. You did a bad job there. You didn't. You um, you put forth uh, a just... shitty deal, and you didn't even sell it good. And you looked like a. You look like a big dumb animal. Okay, but this uh, seems. But okay. you're a beautiful big dumb animal. I see. Yes, those cheekbones. Thank you. I could yes. cut a steak with them. I don't know why you would, but I could hold your face down to a steak, cut in a nice small uh, strips for my for my brood. I guess I just assumed that you would be bringing the steak to my face, but you would be bringing my face to the steak. Okay, um, where is this going? Just uh, out of curiosity. Uh, she uh, waves a whisker over the uh, glam weave, and a logo appears, like on the front of the shirt. Uh, and it reads, Nermal's Pile. <laughs> and she says, uh, you ever done any uh, modeling work? Any brand ambassador work? No. Mm, with those che- with those fucking cheekbones? You telling me those, those cheekbones are a new frontier? 
Is what when you did? I was, yes, I was more or less locked in a church for 23 years, and I didn't uh, get out a lot. She she picks up like a baseball cap and is like already imprinting Normal's pile on it. And she's like not even paying attention to you. Like, oh yeah, that's great. That's great. So you want me to wear the glamour weave with a logo on it, yes? I want you to do a little more than that. And she sets the cap down on your head and she says, no, no, you're not a baseball cap guy. She takes no. it off. She says, I just want you to get out there and sort of sport the brand and uh, do a little bit of, uh, you know, talking uh, talking up the brand, doing a little bit of sharing it with your friends. Maybe you get on the tone wheel and just put out an open broadcast like, oh, man, you guys can't see me right now, but I look so cool and I got it all at Narmal's Pile, back in the dark alley, in Joshy's Knuckle. Keep walking till you smell the pipe smell. I could do this, yeah. How big is, uh, Griffin, how big is the logo? It's fucking huge. With the new jacket you have on over it, it you can really only see, like, erms, ill. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's, it, is, it is huge and, like, groovy 70s font. Uh, and uh, how long do I need to keep the logo on there? Uh, well, well, y'all have my contract, guys. Work up some stuff. And one of the shipworms from mm-hmm. Felix's shop, like, kind of, like, wriggles his way into the pipe between uh, normal and, you know, the edge of the pipe. It's a very tight squeeze. And he, like, has a pencil and pad and, like, starts writing something but then drops the pencil back down in the pipe. And you hear him go, fuck! And he dives back down into the pipe. It's just, uh, I, it occurs to me is that uh, having a giant logo on there kind of defeats the purpose of being able to change the pattern. Oh, no, no you can change the pattern around it. And listen, if it's like a life or death thing, you can turn the shirt on inside out. And there's a logo on the inside too, but it's much smaller. Mm. <laughs> I'll make you a deal. I'll, I'll throw in, I'll give you a, a throw foe. Th- I'll, I'll throw in three phones. Because you seem like someone with two friends. I do have two friends. Okay. Is this, so then, how, wait. So how much do I owe you then? Ah, money. What's money between business partners? But it so will cost. Three? It will oh. cost money. No, uh, that's two for the armor, three for the glamour weave, and three more for the tone wheels. So, now hold on. I if I am going to have a logo emblazoned on it, yes, uh, we will do two for the glamour weave, and two for the armor, and three for the phones. Uh, yeah, whatever. This is the beginning of a long and beautiful relationship. There'll be seven locks, please. Done. Now listen. You're my guy now. You can't go out there and, you know, get up to no good. And then people oh, are like, I did yeah, not promise this. Yes. Some bandit got out there and killed like a hundred people. And for some reason, this dude loved Nermal's pile. You know what I mean? Uh, Nermal, I did not promise this. This was not part of this idea. I, I would try to be on the, you know, good behavior and okay. be on the level, but there's no guarantee. Fine. Fine. Uh, speaking of, what is fun to do here in Joshi's Knuckles? What if if you wanted to, you know, blow off steam? You had, oh, had yeah, a rough week. Yeah. What kind this, of stuff? Yeah, there's this one big bay window with a little crack in it toward the back, it's like just outside this alley, actually, and some algae grows on it, and uh-huh. you can just like rub your face up against the algae. And oh, this does sound nice. And you eat, and then you you get the caloric sort of. St- content from it and it, that ah. good algae taste. I would have yeah. to check this out. Yeah, you rub your whiskers all over it and you just feel like a real bad I'm girl. I am clean you know? shaven. Oh. 
Okay. If I had known, I would have let it grow. Uh, yeah. Are you going to buy anything else? No, this is all. I was oh. just enjoying the company. Okay. She smashes her face against the wall again on all the doors and, and dressers clothes. And she says, uh, protect those fucking cheekbones, okay? And she dives back down into the pipe. Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Let's talk levels. Let's talk characters and the levels that they are now. Let's talk about depth and levels, layers like an onion. Yeah. You know? Um, I, Let's I, talk about I'm, sex, I'm, baby. Absolutely. Whoa, no, and then, well, no, Justin no, has I, hung up the call for everyone to <laughs> I'm trying to not go so turbo fast with the leveling like we did in Balance, uh, where you guys were like level, you know, God by the end of it. Level uh, terrific. Right. Right, so you're sure. going to be at level five for a little while. Uh, so let's talk about what kind of new stuff you all have got going on. Devo, you want to start? Main thing I got is new spells. I right. have uh, third level spells now. Okay. Um, I also have traded out a spell I was not using from second level uh, to learn suggestion, which is fun. Seems good. Uh, big thing for bards, you moved up dice, right? What? Uh, for your bardic inspiration. It was, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm, hold on. I also took Glyph of Warding, which is a, basically a really fun, like, I can set a trap, basically. Okay. Uh, and sending, which lets me send messages uh, to anyone uh, as long as they're, oh, I think anyone on any plane or some shit. It's telepathic, very huge. right? Yes. And they can respond to me. Cool. Um, and my, man, I just bought a tone wheel. Ugh. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I also got uh, ability score increase. So I increased, surprisingly, my strength um, with my justification being that, you know, Diva's gotten more exercise now and I wanted to be a little bit better in combat. So I got a little bit better at that. My hit dice went up. Um, and yeah, so my bardic inspiration is now 1d8. Um, so when I you got... lose somebody A, they get to add D8 to you know whatever check that they want. Correct. I also now have a thing where um, when I take a short rest, it returns my bardic inspiration um, instead of just on a long rest. Oh, so, okay, cool. Yeah, font of inspiration. Uh, that is cool. You still only have, this is surprising, you still only have three uses of, of bardic inspiration. Which was mm -hmm. which has stayed steady, I think. Uh, yes, cool. but it's one d eight now, so that's yeah. right. So you are a better sort of supporter and trickster in general. Indeed. Okay. What what school are you? Is it the school of secrets? Whis or it was whispers. Uh, whispers. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Zooks, what do you got going on? Um, uh, Zooks boosted no dexterity, boosted okay. dexterity. Uh, which uh, resulted in a boost in acrobatics and put another point in animal handling. Okay. It seemed like that was going to be important. Um, hit points went up. Did hit, did Devo's hit points go up? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Your hit points always go up whenever you, you level. Okay. Well, Thank he's got, he's the up, Lord. He's up to 49 now. Okay. And I did the same thing, shuffled around some spells. I, I figured since. We had other ways to track. I, I dumped one spell. Anyway, I, I picked up Animal Messenger, um, okay. which you can use an animal. Why did I buy Tone Wheels? Just wait God a minute. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> By means of this spell, you can use an animal to deliver a message. Uh, you, you choose a tiny beast. I'm sure mine will be some kind of 
fishy thing. Fuck! <laughs> and it delivers a message to anybody, even people without tone wheels, it says. Here. Why didn't you tell me this before? Well, I tried to last time we recorded, but we- You didn't try time. shit. Okay. Wait, my money, I bought you a tone wheel. With the tone wheels, you guys can talk to each other, sort of uh, without oh, okay. limits yeah, now, but with, the, with these spells, it sounds like you can, you know- Communicate with anybody. Point, right, exactly. Okay. Also, right. um, Hail of Thorns went up right. from 1d10 to 2d10. Well, that's just if you cast it as a second second level spell. Right, um, right. The other one, uh, Swarm Keeper Magic. I got a new Swarm Keeper Magic, which is web. Yeah. Which uh, creates a mass of thick, sticky webbing uh, that's Big like a 20... <laughs> 20 <laughs> sticky foam, uh, glue foam, blue foam. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry, dad. If sorry. you listen to our great blart podcast, you'd be I will this. now, yeah. Um, only got finally, we got him. So, yeah. mine will be like seaweed, I guess. Probably. Sure. The other one I got that I can't wait to use is summon beast. That sounds fun. You call forth a bestial spirit. It manifests in an unoccupied space that you can see within range. This corporeal form uses the bestial spirit stat block. When you cast the spell, choose an environment, probably water, yeah. that resembles an animal of your choice that is native to that. But anyway, it allies to us and takes rounds in combat. Be weird if it aligned against us. Yeah. No, that's weird. Weird. I hate you, that's Dad. Not. I mean, it's awesome. Cool barracuda. Ow, fuck. Thank you, God, for life. <laughs> now I'm going to bite your nuts. I'm, I'm thinking of a manatee, but I'm not sure. But, ah, uh, nature's greatest warrior. <laughs> the, the manatee. Well, then the next time we ask, you know, have the a manatee, question. The manatee of war. That's oh, fine. That's good. Uh, you have not mentioned the biggest thing, Dad, and I don't know if you've noticed it yet, but also you have an extra attack now. You can attack twice whenever you take the attack action. Oh, right, yeah. Time. I was yeah. getting to that. I don't know you if you've ever attacked, it. though. You mostly just shoot <laughs> fish out of your face or whatever. Well, that's an attack, isn't it? it in a manner of speaking, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, to gotta be fair, if, if someone shot fish out of their face at me, yeah. I would take it as an attack. Uh, and I'm trying to see if I have any more bonus actions. Two weapon fighting, but I don't know how that's going to come into it. We need to find your sword. Two fish. Yeah. Uh, two, two fishy fish. Okay. We'll, fit, we'll, we'll run the numbers on that one. I'm not so sure. So I'm kind of excited about those. Those are okay. kind of fun, especially yeah. if I'm going to be stuck with them for five more rounds. Uh, Amber, what do you got going on? Well, I have an ability called Telegraph. It lets you pound the ground. To send messages to anybody, <laughs> God damn and, it. and then send no! messages back to. Um, I picked up a feat called Crusher. That um, first it, it increases my constitution by one, and then uh, once per turn when I'm hit when I hit a creature with uh, bludgeoning damage, I can move it five feet to an unoccupied space, provided the target is no more than one size larger than me. Um, and also when I score a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage. Attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of my next turn. That's cool. So you took that in lieu of a stat increase. Yeah, okay, yeah cool. it was just nothing that was really. That's fun. That's Plus a fun I... power that you're going to be able to use a lot. That was kind of what I thought would be fun. Yeah. Fun thing to, to make me more uh, a little bit more practical. Okay. Um, I also got slow fall, so don't even worry about falling anymore. You can just fall. You can just 
fucking fall as much as you want? Uh, I can use a reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage you take by an amount equal to five times my monk level. So 25. That's a I mean, lot. I'm not a math guy, but that sounds right. <laughs> uh, okay. And then I got the extra attack as well. Looks like um, you got some more key points or vibe points. Uh, probably, yep. And then uh, I, I'm not looking at that sheet right now, but um, and then I got a uh, stunning strike, uh, which lets me uh, interfere with the flow of vibe in an opponent's body. I can burn a vibe point to attempt a stunning strike. Uh, if they fail a constitution save, then they'll be stunned to the next Nice. Turn. Wow, that's a huge one. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, just I can at... suggest things to people. I can um, do that too. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, is Step of the Wind new? And Patient Defense? Damn, dude, you got a lot of new shit. I don't know. You may have already had that stuff, but I didn't notice. I don't know that I've... I mean, it's probably been in there, but I also don't recall seeing it unless it's like automatically added... In the, because I was just looking in the builder. Uh, Are you laughing yeah. at au- automatically done? Automatically, what a great word! Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Um, mm, that may be part of my. I think uh, it may be built in. You may have already yeah. had it. Just anyway, you used it. I yeah. can do some. Yeah, I just do some different stuff. I don't like. We need more opportunities to fight people. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Fights. in the I, air. I, yeah, instead <laughs> of like giant squids mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, okay, cool. Um. Do y'all want to do some ship shopping real quick, or should we uh, save that? I, I should also say because I, I just yeah. remembered uh, the reason. Another reason I took strength uh, is because it adds to athletics as a result of Devo. You learning, learning to swim. That makes swim. sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to ship shop, or you want to save that until after you take figure out what your next mission is going to be, or it's up to you? I mean, I'd like to ship shop. Well, why don't? But doesn't it make more sense to figure out the next mission because we don't know what we need to be prepared. That's for. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Right. Hey, speaking okay. of that, just table yeah. talk, you know, there's a mission on there where actually, you know, Amber, you could be working for the chaperones. Mm, there's a contract on there from Ballister Cordera. Ooh, that could be mm. fun. Called the Biomass Swarm. And also, and mm. also mm, this is another one. Mm, I haven't updated that list yet. Because mm. mm. I didn't think we would get to this part in this episode. Are you going to add to it? Mm. Or replace it? Mm. Mm. Or well, maybe. maybe Robbie mm. promised they would still be there. All right, now, Griffin, now say something then at, for the end of the episode where it's like, sure, yeah, sure. Just kind of for. Boating. Yeah. yeah. Pretend yeah. that you don't have okay. um, like big live shows to prepare for and you don't have all these other things going on. But like, and that this hasn't been very mechanical. Yeah. 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 So like, like I make them really piss episode. their pants. Like, like okay. make it like, like turn it on. You know what I mean? That classic yeah, GM yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. Hit okay. us, baby. Yeah, we're ready, baby. Here he is. Come okay, on. here we go. Down in Magic Town. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, Dad, shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Down in Magic Town, the wizard <laughs> takes the seeds. He rolls them around in his palm. Say well-practiced. Yeah, well-practiced. Uh, the well-practiced wizard takes the seeds. <laughs> he holds them up to what's it. What's the air feel like, Griffin? <laughs> the air is stagnant and, and lurid. <laughs> Does he blow it's, on them? Does he blow on them? Does he blow he on takes seeds? the seeds up to his mouth and whistles to them. <laughs> Does he and have a familiar? Is there a familiar? One of the seeds wiggles and then stops. And from the wizard's heart 
a dream of a better tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. is whispered <laughs> and fills the fills magic town. Now, Griffin, and it was something cryptic like "It's begun" or <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sh- the it shadows falls. the shadows have convalesced. <laughs> And the, the, the wizard The wizard takes his seeds and puts them in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.